It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Xander Bogarts is officially a free agent after deciding to opt out of the remainder of his deal with the Red Sox on Monday. You are Locked On Red Sox, your daily Boston Red Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Red Sox your first listen of every single day. I am your host, Nessens Lauren Willand, and I knew this was coming. I knew the Xander Bogarts news was happening. I was kind of hoping it was going to be Tuesday or Wednesday and not on Monday to kick off this week on kind of a sour note. But we're going to be talking about kind of what's next for Bogarts, kind of dive into his season, what's left on his contract, and maybe kind of what he is looking at to get in his next contract and we'll also talk about Tommy Pham there was a little update with his contract as well so the story the storyline of the this offseason of course is Xander Bogarts we talked about we've talked about him all season all spring training and ever since the regular season ended he is just the storyline he opted out of the remaining three years of his six-year 120 million dollar deal he signed that in early 2019 we knew that this day was coming we knew that he had this opt-out in when he signed the extension back in 2019 so we all knew about this date we all knew that he could opt out at this time and as the season progressed and as the even before the season started I think we knew this day was going to come. And you look at other lucrative contracts out there that have been signed by other infielders like Corey Seager, Francisco Lindor, Marcus Simeon over the last couple of years. We knew this was happening because what he's making now is just not what he's worth and what Bogarts believes he's worth. So we knew he was going to test the free agent market and now he officially is. So starting Thursday at 5 p.m., all MLB teams can have the right to sign Bogarts. So that is Thursday at 5 p.m. I'm not expecting anything at 5.01 to say, oh, Xander Bogarts is going somewhere else or Xander Bogarts is staying with the Red Sox. I've mentioned that I do think this is going to be a bit of a drawn out process. I do think he's going to take his time as he should. And I do think that he's going to hear offers from other teams as he should. And he's going to take his time and decide what is best for him as he should. What makes this interesting as well, especially in the shortstop world of free agency, is that there are a lot of big-name shortstops out there that other teams certainly will be going after. You have Trey Turner, you have Carlos Correa, you have Dansby Swanson. They're all free agents, and then you have Bogarts. So this is a big shortstop class. There will be teams, probably a lot of these teams, going after all of those players. And you would hope if the Red Sox can't sign Bogarts, that they have one of those three on their radar because yes, you can move Trevor story over to short, but as Jake and I have mentioned before, you're just starting to shuffle around pieces and in something that shouldn't have happened because you have your shortstop in Xander Bogarts. So obviously the ideal situation is to sign Bogarts and get him signed to a long-term deal with the Red Sox. He's been Boston's starting shortstop for the last seven years, and he's really just kind of owned that position. Yes, he's had his own struggles at the position, but what player doesn't? 
He's played 1,264 regular season games. He's slashing 292, 356, 458 with over 1,400 hits, 1,410, 308 doubles, 15 triples, 156 home runs, and 683 RBI. Now, his defense isn't spectacular by any means, but it's it's consistent, and it's fine, and it, it gets you through game in and game out. And it was good enough this season to have him as a Gold Glove finalist. He did not win, but... You know you're doing something right when you're named a Gold Glove finalist. So he played in 150 games this past season, and he finished 307 with 15 home runs and an 833 OPS. And he also had a Silver Slugger nomination, which those get named November 10th, so we'll know if he ends up winning that. And we have to remember, too, about Bogart's season. Yes, you look at 15 home runs, and it's not the best he's had, of course, but 307 isn't too shabby. And you have to remember, he was hurt since May. He was dealing with a wrist injury, so he was not 100%. And this guy was in the race for the AL batting title. This guy was a Silver Slugger finalist. The guy's a Gold Glove finalist. So his season, even though the numbers, the, the home runs weren't there, maybe the RBI weren't really there, they're still it was still a very successful season for Bogarts. And we know he wants to return. He has expressed desire to return. I'll take you back to the last game of the regular season where he said he's thankful for everyone that's helped him be the player that he is today. He said the Red Sox have obviously given me the opportunity to make a big league debut, giving me my extension. They blessed me and my family in that aspect. Also, I'm very thankful to the front office and ownership. They've also blessed me with really good teammates throughout my years. But I mean, just the business part of it. I've never pretty much been in this situation before. So we'll see what happens. So what does a contract look like? For Bogarts, I see a lot of people saying 300 million. I don't know if he's worth 300 million. That is a lot of money. And yes, you need to get Xander Bogarts back in a Red Sox uniform. You you have to. He is your shortstop. He is your leader. He is. People love this guy. People flock to this guy. Just the respect he has in the clubhouse with his peers, with his managers, is something you do not find every day. So I hate long-term contracts, like double-digit contracts. I just feel like nine times out of 10, they just do not work at the end of the day. I'd be willing to give Bogarts eight years. I do think that's, I say, I think that's fair. Like I know, like I'm part of this front office. I'm not, I'd have no idea, but you look, like I said, you look at the other contracts that some of these shortstops have signed over the years. You look at who else is on this market. I don't know who the first shortstop will be, but I think the first shortstop to go in free agency is going to set the tone for how the shortstop free agency will go throughout the rest of the offseason. I don't think Bogarts is going to be the first one. I'd be very surprised, but I do truly believe he will take his time. He'll hear offers from whatever team is interested, which I'm of the belief there will be plenty of teams that want his services. So even though he's expressed desire to stay, Hyam Bloom has said that he's the priority this offseason. Alex Cora wants him back. Hyam Bloom allegedly promised Kike Hernandez this team would be better. This team does not get better if you lose Xander Bogarts. You need a plan B if he does end up leaving this offseason. I hope they have that. I hope they don't need a plan B. But I do hope that they are preparing for every possible situation and every possible scenario that can come out of Bogarts, potentially not signing with the Red Sox. Because if you're just banking on that and he leaves and you're left to scramble, it's not going to be good. So now we just have to sit back and wait and wait for Bogarts to make his decision much easier said than done. But we knew this was coming. And as much as we knew this was coming, it's still like, darn, he really did it. 
the now it's reality that he is a free agent. It's reality now that he truly may not come back to the Red Sox. I want to believe high and bloom. I truly, truly do. He's saying all the right things, but your actions speak louder than words. And that is what he needs to act on because he could tell us time and time again, Bogarts is a priority. He's, he's our number one in the off season. We're going to do everything it takes to sign him. Okay, great. Then do it, do it, act on your words, show us that you truly want him here. I do believe they want him here, but it's just a matter of, are they going to give Bogarts what they want? Now that is just a question for the future. We just have to wait and see. Coming up in our second segment of the Locked On Red Sox podcast, we're going to talk about Tommy Pham because there was a decision made about his contract as well. But first, I want to tell you about Bet Online because, as always, BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional sport and amateur league out there. From football to basketball, the Celtics and the NBA are in full swing right now, to soccer and esports. They have it all at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those over at BetOnline as well. BetOnline.net has a little bit of everything, a little something for everyone, and they're always the fastest and the easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and all the action. That's BetOnline, where the game starts. Thank you for your continued listenership of the Locked On Red Sox podcast. Don't forget to check out the Locked On Sports Today pod. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, you go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with the local experts and insights that only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on YouTube, the Odyssey app, and wherever you get your podcasts. So Tommy Pham, there was some confusion about his contract. It was supposed to be a $6 million option, but it ended up being a $12 million team option. So it was like, that's a lot of money to pay for somebody who may or may not give you exactly what you want. And that's a lot of money that you need to put towards somebody like Xander Bogarts. According to the Boston Globe, the Red Sox indeed will decline Tommy Pham's $12 million mutual option. So I said team option. It's it's a mutual option. We are not all perfect, but so the mutual option is declined. So that makes him also a free agent. So he's also on the free agent market. That is according to the Boston Globe. The deal also includes a $1.5 million buyout. So he had his moments in Boston when he was traded to Boston at the trade deadline. I think right right away, he kind of captured the hearts of the Red Sox fans. Like, okay, this trade really wasn't all that bad. Like he fits in pretty good here. But toward the end of the season, it was not good. He finished going 0 for 18 through his last five games, which somebody who is looking for a spot on the team next year or trying to prove that you know he's still going to be valuable to some team out there, not how you want to end your season, but Overall, just with the Red Sox alone, he had six home runs and he batted 234. Overall, on the season, he had 17 home runs and batted 236. So a fine, fine season. Nothing that stands out. Nothing that makes like you go, "Ooh, I'm definitely going to re-sign him." But Fam did say that he is willing to return to Boston. He liked playing in Boston, and he revealed that he could have come to the Red Sox a bit earlier than the trade deadline, and he was happy that the the trade got done at this year's deadline. So he was happy it finally worked out. It's a bummer that it didn't work out the way maybe he was hoping for it or he couldn't carry that momentum from the beginning of the second half of the season into the end of the season. Especially the Red Sox needed some sort of positivity to end this season. And it was just negative after negative. And I know we knew they weren't going to make the postseason for a long time, but 
it was disappointing to see just how quickly he dropped off. And he does have a rare eye condition. I do not know how to say it properly. So I'm just not going to say it because I just don't want to butcher it. And he has dealt with vision issues uh, throughout last season. And he did say that that could have possibly impacted his production. So obviously you need your eyes for baseball. And if that did impact his production, I mean, you can tell that his production wasn't the best this season. Like I said, it was just kind of a fine season, but he did say that the condition he has is under control and he's confident he can have a bounce back season in 2023. So, I mean, that, that could be something too, that the Red Sox look at. I think that again, there are bigger priorities right now. And that priority is Xander Bogarts in your bullpen. Then, then you can look at looking at maybe bringing Tommy Pham back, maybe bringing Rich Hill back. Rich Hill, Matt Strom, and Nate Valdi and J.D. Martinez are also free agents. We did an episode last week about qualifying offers who we think will and will not get one. Oh, Michael Waka is a free agent as well. I knew I was forgetting someone. So the Red Sox have a lot of free agents who just left their team this year. I think a majority of them will not come back. But I would welcome Pham back if the Red Sox take care of what they need to first. This should not be their first off-season signing. The first priority needs to be Xander Bogarts. I think we can all agree on that. We should do an episode of the over-under of how many times we say Bogarts or Xander. But I, like I said, I, I liked what Pham did when he first got here. And it was unfortunate that the production just did not stay consistent. Whether that was due to his eye or whether that was just due to being done with this season, I think there is a mental aspect to that too when you know that this team just wasn't good enough last year. It was not fun a lot of the time in 2022 for the Boston Red Sox and for their fans. So I think he was serviceable and I think that he was a good fit with this team. I just think that right now you need to put that focus all 1 million percent of your focus needs to be signing Xander Bogarts. And if he leaves, you need to pedal to the metal, your plan B, and there needs to be some sort of transparency pretty quick. And I do think there will be. I think that if Xander Bogarts is unable to re-sign with the Red Sox for obviously it would be money reasons, I think we'll know pretty quickly because if the Red Sox go out and sign another shortstop, okay, we know Story will not move over to short. If Story does indeed move over to short, do you move Kike Hernandez to second or do you try to see who else is on the open market, leaving a big void in your outfield? So losing Bogarts could definitely shift things around. And that also includes the outfield where Tommy Pham played. So a lot of moving pieces this offseason. They have the we're in the offseason, baby. We have the free agents that have opted out of their contracts. We have teams that have picked up options on some of their players. And the Red Sox also have a decision to make on James Paxton. I don't think they're going to pick up the option, but I think if they decline it, then it becomes a $4 million option. There is there is something there in that contract that makes it less than what it is right now. But I'm pretty sure it's a $4 million option, which I don't know. I don't even know what to think about James Paxton. I was bummed that he just couldn't get on the mound last year. I don't have a lot of high hope for him, but I didn't have a lot of high hope for Michael Waka. So maybe it'll kind of turn out the same. That would be nice if it it's just it's unfortunate what's happened throughout Paxton's career with his injuries, never really being able to just kind of stay healthy. So that's also another decision the Red Sox have to make. But I think it's been reported that they're not going to pick up his option, which much like Bogart's decision is not surprising. We have one more segment in the Locked On Red Sox podcast. Per usual, it's going to be ended with the Mental Health Minute. So this Mental Health Minute, it'll be quick. 
I'm just really excited to see the Bruins debut their Pooh Bear reverse retro jerseys. I'm recording this on Monday night, so the game has not started yet. And by the time you listen to this, we'll know if the Bruins get back in the win column or if people want to just burn these jerseys to the ground. There's been a lot of negative news surrounding the Bruins lately and not that a reverse retro jersey the first time they're wearing it this season erases any of what's happened since Friday. It's the little things that truly bring people joy, bring me joy. I love the Pooh Bear jersey. And I know I'm in the minority there. I know a lot of people do not like them. They prefer what we call the meth bear. But I genuinely like the Pooh Bear uniforms. This was the uniform they wore when I started getting into hockey. And by the time they retired the, the original Pooh Bear jersey, I was old enough to be like, mm, mm, you're right. Maybe this isn't a, a, a good logo, but I love it. I just people are like, oh, you just think it's cute and it's nostalgic. Yes, that's why I like it. It is nostalgic. It brings me back to when I first started getting into hockey. Yes, I very much enjoy it, and I'm excited to see them debut it. I'll be at the Black Friday game when they're wearing it then. So if you love it, awesome. Welcome to my team. If you don't love it, that's fine too. No one is going to agree on anything in this world. Maybe one thing Red Sox fans can agree on, though, is that they want Xander Bogarts back. But even then, it's probably not a unanimous thing. So just something small like that, when you can find the joy in the little things and you can find something that makes you happy, even if it is a jersey, it's just something to look forward to. And especially now that it's daylight savings, we turn the clocks back. It is so dark, so early. You have to find any possible thing that you just have to find joy in any possible thing. Thank you for making Locked On Red Sox your first listen of every single day. Please rate, review, and subscribe to Locked On Red Sox right here on YouTube, Apple, or Spotify. Wherever you get your podcast is where you can find us. Be sure to find us on Twitter as well at LO underscore Red Sox. Jake at Jake Iggy. He will be back this week. He is enjoying a much-deserved vacation in Florida visiting his family. And you can follow me at La 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 Lauren, three laws, Lauren with four R's. And the World Series is over. Baseball, we are officially into the offseason, but be sure to still check out Locked On Phillies, Locked On Astros, Locked On Yankees. A lot of off-season content will be coming your way, especially with teams that are set to make some big moves, especially the Yankees with Aaron Judge. Be sure to also check back this week. We have a ton of fun episodes coming out throughout the offseason. Everything you can possibly think of. We're still going to continue our player reviews. And we're also obviously going to stay on top of the free agency news as it comes out. Once again, I thank you for making Locked On Red Sox your first listen. And now for your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and my personal favorite, the take of the day. It's available on the Odyssey app here on YouTube, wherever you get your podcast, just like Locked On Red Sox is where you can find Locked On Sports Today. We will see you tomorrow. Have a great day. And as always, let's Go Red Sox. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.